0: And now it's time for the Beer is Fundamental podcast with your hosts, BT and the Beer Searchers. Welcome to the neighborhood.
1: Welcome to the Beer Is Fundamental Show And we want to welcome everyone to the Nay Beer Hood I'm screwing up already But that's okay because This is going to be a very special episode Here in the Nay Beer Hood I got a bunch of guests For us tonight Hey we're all over social media You can hit us up on Instagram at Beer Is Fundamental Twitter Beer Fundamental And Facebook Beer Is Fundamental If you want to give us a shout out on the phone that's 407 729 4303. Again, that's 407 729 4303. And again, as I mentioned, we have some special guests in here tonight. And we got a lot of beers to drink. We've already drunk a lot of beers. <laughs> I have to my left one that you already know. That, of course, is Lady T. Lady T, what's going on with you? Yeah. That's all you got to say, Lady T. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Cause Lady T. is drinking like everybody else. Okay. Also, okay, you've heard this voice before. You heard this voice, Nate Molina. What's going on out there? So we got my man Nate Lena, who is you know is our angry chair expert. But a couple of episodes ago, we promised you that we would have a individual who's going to come in. He's our Resident homebrew, you've heard his voice before. At um, I think a couple of years ago, a smash, the smash festival. I think
2: possibly the smash, maybe the center Florida homebrew. It was like the center Florida, what was it? Not homebrew, top brewer festival. Top brewer, that was okay. Okay, Okay. yeah, it was raining. Yeah, take off your socks, take off your shoes, have a beer, and you're good for the day.
1: Absolutely. So, we got a man, little P. Here with us. He's gonna break down a couple of things. And now we have a new voice for you tonight. Michelle. Hey
3: everyone.
1: Okay, there we go.
3: <laughs> so, <laughs> so So, <I'll> email <laughs> yes.
1: so we're gonna have a very, very, very good time. We're gonna talk about a few beers tonight. I think we've already knocked down how many is that yep. Seven. seven. It's going to be eight. Uh, it's, it's a seven. Soon to be eight, and then nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 So look, we're going to get it on tonight. You know how we do it here, and, be, and be, it's fun. So the first thing we have in front of us is from Turning Point, right, right in Bedford, Texas, right outside of Dallas, Texas, and um, it is a sangria. Anyone had don't a sangria beer before?
2: No, nope, no,
1: no, not at all. <laughs> uh, it is so good. So, so, take a sniff of this. Shouts out to Turning Point. I mean, they are doing it.
4: ABV on that's eleven and a half percent.
1: Eleven and a half percent.
4: Coming out of a pounder can. That's what you call good night juice.
1: There you go.
3: Let ah.
1: There you go, because because a couple of these and you're gone. Big cherry, nice
4: light, fresh beer. This
1: is not eleven and a half percent. You can drink this. You can drink it too easily, you? I mean, and, and, it, and it, it goes down. I mean, it rides, it very smooth. You very
3: smooth.
2: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> smooth too. Woo!
1: Yeah. So so again, shouts at the turning point. I don't know how safe it is around Bedford, Texas, with this floating around. Uh, I mean, either either the cops are blind or they're very big.
5: I've <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 drinking it. Because because, true, <laughs> true.
1: <laughs> because a couple of these, man, I can tell you. But again, we got a great show, a great show tonight. Now um, we're gonna start off. Quickly with uh, Lou And we're not going to throw you to the woods right off the bat. Okay. Because Lou Pete is going to speak to us a little later on about the grain Father. Okay. But um, I think one of the key things that we want to talk about is a couple of episodes we did um, the cloning comparison yes. Yes. of Well Works Juicy Bits. And the Lou Pete juicy bits. <laughs> nah. Lil Lil Pete Pete bits. Yes. The Lou Pete
3: bits. My bits, yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so doing my <laughs> 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 All right.
1: so, so tell us why you chose the juicy bits to clone.
2: Well, um, to be honest, there's a lot of like great craft breweries out. All over the U.S. and I've had a lot of New England IPAs. And one of the things with homebrew is that you don't have access unless you're like savvy in the beer trade community, and you have to pay like a hefty price for some of these beers. I wanted to try my hands on a beer I never had, but I've heard people talk really good stuff about. Yes, it's it's an experiment in that regard. And I saw um, on Craft Beer Magazine they actually had and WellWorks posted up the recipe. Granted, it's probably not the exact same recipe, but a good guideline to go by, I'm guessing. And even still, even if they posted the exact same recipe, it's going to be different because they're going to use different grains, they're going to use different malts, maybe something local to their neighborhood. But the more important thing is their water, even if it's treated to a degree, is going to be different because they'll tailor it because they've been doing this for quite some time versus someone new started. But... I love New England IPAs and I wanted to see, okay, how exact could this be? So happens that I didn't know that you actually tried the beer and you gave me a a good representation that it it was pretty close to it and I just wanted to try a really good beer, I wanted New England IPAs and something I've never had outside of, well, the next one I want to try to do is the Julius, but that recipe, no one actually puts that out there, it's all clones of clones of clones. And that's kind of hard because they use their own yeasts. But even still, it was just an experiment to see how close could I come to making a professional brewer's beer at home. And hopefully, if if anything, it was tasty. That's all I wanted to be. It's like something I could drink and pound back. And like, okay, maybe once I go to Colorado one day, I'll be able to taste it and see how it goes. I mean,
1: it was close. I mean, it it was... Very good, very, very good. And and speaking of Colorado, the uh, Great American Beer Fest is coming up in a couple of months. We don't know if we're going this year. Yeah, uh, <laughs> well, look, Hello. Well, look.
3: The
1: honest truth is is you know we know we got a couple of things and a couple of things on the fire. So so hopefully we can make it out there. But. uh they you do a have a section, you. yeah, they do have a section out there where, uh, they do, you know, for, that's, for,
4: that's <laughs> Disney, okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. They do have a section out there for those who are trying, who are cloning beers, and basically you do a comparison. Nice. And, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting to see, I mean, some people have done it very well with a couple of people, you know, sometimes some people are off, but, but, uh, you know, it's an interesting thing. Section yeah absolutely, that's and the homebrew section is exciting. I mean, I mean that's that's one of the highlights of the trip. So um, thanks for letting us know that. And again, if you haven't, and I, and I know people, you know, you won't get a chance to get new bits. Not yet, but not yet. But but, yet yet. but, but look, he, he's doing his thing, and look out for him. I mean, he's gonna he's gonna be some someone's headband sometimes. sometimes. It's a, a dream. No, it's more than a dream. He, <laughs> he's, yeah, he's gonna get it now we're gonna switch over to Nate Merlino, who's gonna give us a little rundown on uh, a couple of the beers that were brought tonight. What you got tonight?
4: So we brought from Angry Chair. Let's see we have the uh, purple puffs which is their blackberry or poisonberry Blackberry, or boysenberry, I think too. Um they're blackberry poisonberry, uh um, yeah. purple Pops, sour berliner, berliner with marshmallows, sweetness basically. It's just delectable. You just put it in your mouth and you drink it basically. Um all right, we also bought their talking code, which is their sour IPA with uh pomegranates. Black, no blackberries was this one. Oh what? They've done a pomegranate version, that's their blackberry version. But the the PA de Resistance from Anchorchet that we bought was their barrel aged peanut butter marshmallow popinski yeah, yeah. right. so popinski is <laughs> the regular russian imperial style this is the barrel aged with treatment with the treatment, the with peanut the treatment of peanut butter and marshmallows and it's you don't even taste the barrel you just taste everything going down it's it's insane i've only ever had it once on draft i've been saving that for oh yeah that wow. was that one night yeah. we also did bring also from local local local, local in orlando Rock Pit Brewing their Guava Paletes beer. It's basically if you ever have ever had the Goya um, can, um, circular can of uh, guava that comes in a big can, you gotta cut it open and you always don't want to cut your hands because that's what ends up happening. It's basically that guava pureed into a beer and it's better.
5: If you love guava,
4: it's an, it's delicious. It is nice tart, nice so sour. Good. It's
5: perfect balance, easy drinking. It, yeah, you you. Won't-
1: so as you as you can see, we have a hell of a line. Not to mention
4: whatever you're gonna have
1: on there too. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. So so the, this is this again. We promise you an amazing show. You know how we get when the buzz ability goes. <laughs> and so so yeah, so we can't. there's the that the silence, and
2: you know it's just, really buzz. Yeah,
1: we, we can't promise Sorry. you. Yeah, you know, look, no 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 no. BT's gonna do well this time. Okay. BT is going to be anti-slur this episode. So we must
2: hydrate. Let's see what happens when the sapidity
1: Ant- hits the lips. Yes. Anti- anti-slur. Okay, we're gonna all work on anti-slur. Okay.
5: Anti-slur. <laughs>
1: I will. Uh, I won't promise enunciation. Articulate
5: everything.
1: <laughs> it I. I <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be good. I promise anti slur. <laughs> right. Words may get mixed up. This podcast <laughs> has been anti slur. <laughs> <laughs> Brought but, to you by BT, but anti slur. Uh, okay. Good. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a quick break so we can pay some bills and uh, let you know some you you gotta pay the bills, so we got the commercial coming up. But after that, we're gonna get into our first beer and um, gotta decide on what this is gonna be. You know, got a lot of choices. One of the things that we're going to have, uh, I think, next, is we're going to have uh, Michelle tell us about her first experience with crafting. So I think yes. that's going to, I think that'll be exciting. So we're going to pay a couple of bills quickly. And then after that, we'll be right back with the Beer is Fundamental Show. Welcome to the Nay Beer Hood, everyone.
0: Back with more Beer is Fundamental podcast.
3: Sports fans are gearing up and saving big at Fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear. From all the leagues, teams, and players you love, unique, one of a kind designs exclusively by Fanatics and autographed collectibles from today's biggest stars shipped directly to your home. Join Fanatics Rewards for free to earn fan cash on every purchase. Shop now and for a limited time. Get 20% off all orders. Fanatics.com. Officially licensed everything. He has vision. He has passion. He is a pro. And
0: most importantly, So, so. Push it to the max, max. no time to relax, max. circle full of winners, I won't lose. And now, here's your host, BT and the Beer Searchers. Hey, what's going
1: on everyone? We are back from our commercial break. And I want to welcome everyone back to the Nade Beer Hood. The beer is from the show. And again, we have three special guests here with us. And they're, all, they're siblings. I think this is the first time we've had like three siblings. See? See? I'm slurring already. My anti-slur. My anti-slur. My anti-slur lasted one commercial break. <laughs> that, that sucks. But... We are back. <laughs> hey, the is for the Miller Show is always fun. Now, who wants, wants to introduce this beer?
2: This is called their Paleta Sour. It's a guava-infused paleta. So a paleta, you could basically say, is a Spanish form of like a popsicle, but infused. It's all fruit-infused and has milk involved in it, but it's supposed to be tart and refreshing from the, the email blast that I got from Chris Rock. Basically, they visited a place in St. Augustine. That's right. Cool. And they had a paleta shop, and they actually literally took a few pounds of those and infused it into the beer. So, it's, a, it's an ice cream popsicle. I forget the name. I can look it up off the phone, but...
3: <laughs> oh, <wow>. uh, uh, <laughs> but they were so blown away
2: by those ice cream pops that it just gave them an idea we could do, do this." Sour. And so Danny Ortiz Jeremy they did their magic with the beer and gave us a phenomenal sour from my my, my perspective it's tart it's refreshing it's clean and bright and oh, it's just so juicy
1: okay then okay everyone cheers Luffy gave us
2: cheers everyone cheers, cheers. cheers.
3: Thank you, Rock. What do you got here, Rock Pit? That's just so good. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry.
5: Oh, Yo, oh.
1: take me oh back my to my
5: country. Rock Pit. Wow, that's good. Damn.
1: Shouts out to they Rock came, Pit. I mean, came they- out last
5: Saturday. Oh my God, it is so good.
1: They showed up and showed out on this one. Oh yeah. Man, this is, yeah, yeah, this is, this is, they need to can this. Yeah, they do. They need to can of all this. I mean, seriously, because this is, well, this is cool. super, super oh, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is where you can have all yes. Wow, absolutely. Exactly. This it's is a hip, sweet, this sour. Oh. This is oh, nasty good. So, so, yeah, thanks for bringing this. Bring it, bring it and uh, for those of you who are not familiar with Rock Pit, it is sort of close to the downtown area of, 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 of Orlando. So, so um, we get some emails from individuals who come to vi- visit Disney, and they're always asking, okay, well, what's the closest brewery, or this and that, and things of that nature. And so I try to send them to the ones that's actually going to represent Central Florida To its Highest quality uh, Cause we have A lot of breweries But not I'm not You know The key To be a fundamental So we try to keep it real And so I'm not Gonna sing it But uh I try to pick Some of the ones That we know Are going to be That you're going to Enjoy when you get there Cause I don't want you To come all the way From freaking Seattle And And The go to Disney world And And want to find good craft beer and you end up at someone at some watering hole uh, with a bunch of toilet water. So, that's how we try to keep it. So, but look, this is a great beer. Now, Michelle, your first experience of craft beer was? Dogfish. Dogfish. Dogfish here. Just I mean, you really can't fail with Dogfish Head. They, they, they made some good stuff. Did you meet the owner of Dogfish Head? Awesome. Yeah, you know. <laughs>
3: yeah, 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 yeah.
1: But I mean, there, yeah. You meet a lot of people at the ABL, yeah. They just think, you know. But then we went, yeah. And yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. You would be surprised how many people think we're famous when we show up. Wow, and I'm like, I'm like, no. I mean, they just want to talk to the mic. Yeah. So, but, but, there now, if you had to, you had their uh, sixty minute, correct? Yeah. All three, the well, 69. Six, eight, eight, all 61,
5: eight. 75. They got
1: a 61 and a 75. Yes, they do. Yeah, what
4: they the do. hell?
5: Yeah. All the minutes. All the minutes.
4: Uh, so 61 is basically their 60 minute. 61 is for 60 minutes done. One extra minute, but then they add Syrah white must to um, I'm not sure when the last time they produced it, but it was for a couple years they had it out. It was just basically 60 minute even more refreshing for a little bit of like sweetness, which is great must then 75 minute has only ever been made in um, 750 ml bottles. The last one that I saw of that down here in Florida was probably about two or three years ago. Yes. We still have one bottle of that left at home in the, in the cellar of beers. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, <laughs> your 90 minute, and then of course, as the hopheads call it, the Holy Grail, the
5: 120 minute.
1: Yeah, the 120 minute, have delicious.
5: Heaven in the bottom.
1: That's the in the bottom. Okay.
0: So. so
1: <laughs> so here you are. You 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 had that dogfish head. Yes. And so when you had it, did you know it was crap or was just someone, someone? No, out?
5: I did. At that moment, I didn't know it was crap. I know that when we first started drinking beer, wait, and wait. generally when we drank beer, we, back then I didn't like crappy crappy beer. So for us, ours were like. Low and brown, uh um, Molson, Molson Dry, which is the beer you drink and it just disappears. But we liked beer more so than anything else. Then when I saw that article, but you we were working with the wine industry at that time, we we're like, well we gotta try this now. And that's when we started looking for it. Then we did a trip down to Delaware to go to the brewery and the lounge down there. And we, this is before what it is now. Taken over many acres and it's grown huge. But we were there when it was just that small brewery area. So and even back then it was amazing. You got to taste beers that you never heard of. Like they had a they had the calendar, up there, the different styles that they would come out seasonally and they tend to have regular rotation. When we went to the lounge, they we did a bunch of flights. They had the 60 the 75 and the 90-minute IPA, and then the server came back, he goes, just because I knew you wanted to do this, brought me the 120, and we were just blown away, all the beers are great, but to have them in draft compared to in bottle, draft is, for me, it's always more decadent, more better, the freshness of the beer, taste, the profile, all of it, so... But even so, till this day, we still collect the 120s. And God, how many years do so we have? About 10 years? Uh, that we're we gonna have
4: achieve. 2009. We have one bottle that I don't think I have a 2010. I believe 2011 was the year he threw it away because he didn't meet yeah. standards. 2010 or 2011 was one no, of the it was years.
5: 2012, the no, now. we have
4: 2012. I know There's I have 2012. There. So it was before that. It was either 2010 or 2011 that he threw actually the whole entire batch. He made a post about it yep. in what was social media back then, God, ten years ago. Um, and he threw it all out because it just wasn't to his quality of standard. But then every year, then that, he's been releasing either one or two per year, and i got all of them. Yeah. I'm doing a massive flight. I'm, you may never hear my voice again after that because I'll probably die after all of those. Because I just had one actually last week at a birthday party on 2015. And it was just tasting like figs and
1: prunes. Wow.
5: Remember the one flight that we did in, uh, in World of the beer? beer. One of them was like an orange green meat. It just it was at 35% ABV. They had tested oh, it, it went up that high. But it was so good. They, they did a uh, flight of three. I can't remember the quite years of it. 12, Wait, okay. It was amazing. We actually made it, was it a cookie It doesn't taste that?
2: like an IP afterwards. That
5: important, sport. they harvest away. Yeah, but they, that's what started me and my craft beer. But then when we, what happened was, we didn't do a lot of craft beer in New mm-hmm. We did a lot of wine. We because, a lot, and then we worked at a winery. But then when we moved over here in twenty eleven, we went to some of the wineries here and so oh, no. This is disgusting. This is gross.
2: Side right, note so avocados. avocados wine does not make a good wine. No,
5: I don't know what that what? was. Yeah, yes, avocados. Don
2: Miami. I don't know who. I don't remember the wine. My opinion, I don't know, but if it smells like diesel and tastes like diesel, no. It, it, it I mean, not so, unless you like diesel. I spoke to the brothers. I
5: said, there's a lot of breweries here. We tasted a couple of with, like, the local brewers of the of Florida state. I was like, we're going to do hopping now. And that's what we started to do. We made friends with um, Garrett that used to work at the home.
4: cannabis. has a slight cannabis taste and it's actually just nung my tongue a little bit. No so we can leave the limits. It is just <laughs> like, it's, it's amazing. It's an
5: odd tasting beer. It's not like wow amazing but at the same token you can't stop drinking it. Like, mm, it's mm, it's and then your tongue
2: is nung. It's super tasty after it. It was delicious. Wow, You have a bottle of it.
5: Yeah, we gave you, that was the one Oh, you. that was it? Yeah. yeah. That was you. That's why <laughs> oh. oh. I keep asking if oh. you guys oh. have drank it. Yes,
2: yes, oh. yes. It's a very mellow, very crisp and Oh, yes. man.
1: Guess what happens when you have so much doggone beer and wine? And <laughs> I know you can do it, man. <laughs> that, 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 you know, you know. It the, ages well. It the, ages well. The, yes. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean. No, I mean, and, and the key, and, and the key, you know, the key with, with craft beer, it's come so far. You know, it's come a long way. Uh, I mean, you know, it, It's is at one point I, I'll be honest, I was afraid that uh, it, it was going to oversaturate itself, you know, and, and sort of blow up the market to where, and to be honest. There are breweries out in the nation that are that are failing, because right? I think every time I'm, I'm almost every time I, I look at either one of the top sites like um, uh, Brewbound, Full uh, Pine, you know, you always sort of see some some brewery that's closing. Um, and, and again, sometimes it's the beer, sometimes it's the location. I mean, um, I'm still sort of flabbergasted with um,
2: Red Cypress. Yeah, that, that's a and sad, I everybody, that was a sad loss.
1: I, I mean, I'm still trying to figure out why they closed. There are many rumors
4: of why they closed, and a lot of it deals with money from what I've heard, basically, but there are rumors i have been heard, hearing through the Vine, basically, talking to the community, that there is a... They weren't happy they go through what everybody's been saying. They're, they want to get back into the market.
1: They miss it. They make great beer. They, they make great beer. beer. I mean, I they're beer, some of
4: yeah. the best IPAs in that area for our area in general. I mean, you have their Devil's Church IPA, which is just downright delicious. And Carl. Carl is an amazing Earl, New England IPA. Roof, all those.
1: Oh. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean that, that death roll is still one of my favorite things. So, I mean, that, that blew my mind. I got that pretty but uh, So again You know People are closing But I, I still think That Craft beer Allows you to be So behavior That I don't think it, It's really gonna go You know I think You said it best Have fun You said it best you think, That you know It allows everyone To have fun Cause I, I've never been Into a brewery Where, where people
4: you have one of the breweries that came out today down in Melbourne, Intercoastal, had a release of four different beers that are all based on different cereals. Tomorrow. <laughs> so it tells you, I mean, realistically, to me, yeah, yeah. a brewer is nothing more than a... All right, y'all
5: heard it. going. <laughs>
4: <laughs> a brewer is basically, whether so it be a female or male, because there are female brewers out there, too. Um, they're basically a child and an adult body. Oh, they're basically yes, bringing yes. back their flavors of their childhood to now do it basically yes, for
1: drink. Yes, 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 and and everyone's a mad scientist. I mean, I mean you're, you're a mad scientist you yeah. And so I mean, that's that's extremely interesting. Okay, we're gonna pay another bill. Thank you, Michelle, for sharing that with us. Thank you very that well. does not let you off the hook because we're still gonna be coming back to you sometime during this show. That's- But uh, we're going to pay another bill, and then uh, we'll be right back with another brew. I am going to restrain myself from breaking into Rock Pit tonight. (laughs) 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 Trying to steal this beer. This is is damn good. Let me tell you, I was raised.
5: I I was one of the ones that was... Which is their homemade, they were made in little plastic cups, and, and they're, they're popsicles. And this takes it back to it. That guava flavor is quicker mean, than guava, flavor You put the, the fruit off and
2: just eat you know, That is good. Yeah. So I misunderstood. I thought they actually took the. No, they bought and ate more. But what they did is they actually tried to do their best to mimic the taste. So this is all just their skill as a brewer. They didn't insert the ice cream cream into it or the the popsicles. I thought they did. It sounded like they did. But that just makes me think that, man, I need to go down to that place. And I found out it's called Hippo, H-Y-P-P-O, in St. Augustine. So... But no, the, the sour itself, just based off their own skill and recipe development, is Wow,
1: sounded like a field trip. Feel Field to St.
5: Augustine.
1: Welcome here. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back everyone.
0: We'll be right back with more Beer is Fundamental Podcast. We'll be right back with more Beer is Fundamental Podcast. We'll be right back with more Beer is Fundamental Podcast. When you live your soul of greatness, it doesn't matter what anyone else says about you. You keep working harder, getting
3: stronger,
0: proving them wrong, breaking records winning championships because it's not just trophies and applause it's your legacy no distractions no distortion hear it believe Soul, the official sponsor of
3: greatness
1: what's going on everyone I know if you're listening to us, you love craft beer, but you may not have access to a huge variety of craft beer in your area. Well, that's no issue. Let the original craft beer club solve that problem for you. The original craft beer club searches out exceptional craft beers from around the country and then delivers the monthly beer club selections directly to your door. Each shipment includes 12 beers from among the best microbreweries in America, many of which have earned top awards for their signature brews. Their micro-brew newsletter accompanies each shipment so you can learn more about the featured craft brewery and the brewmasters. Go to the Beer is Fundamental website and click on the original Craft Beer Club logo for more details. There is great craft beer out there, and all you have to do is let the original Craft Beer Club get it to you. Cheers!
0: And now, here's your host, B.T. and the Beer Searchers.
1: Hey, what's going on, everyone? We are back to the Beer Fundamental Show. I want to welcome everyone to the Nade Beer Hood once again, where your HOA fees are always paid, your grass is always cut. And you don't have to worry about your neighbors because they're always drunk. So again, (laughs)
2: I have three
1: of my favorite people uh, right sitting right here with us here on the show. And uh, we had Michelle Molina who broke it down for us on how on on her first experience of craft beer. Now we have another beer here. Who's going to introduce this one? This hey.
4: is one of the beers from Angry Chair. This is the Talking in I was corrected. It is a sour IPA with blueberries and
2: pomegranates.
4: Comes uh, in at 6 ABV. It's, it's just amazing. It's delicious. It's an IPA that's sour and fruity in the backbone. It looks a like a puree, basically. If you took a beet and pureed it oh. up, in essence. But it, it doesn't taste like beet juice. It tastes much better than that.
2: It still looks pleasantly tasty. Okay. Like, you well, still drink, you it. It look you look drink it. Doesn't little that you can't drink it. Wow. Fruit juice. Fruit juice that tastes like beer. Okay. Well, cheers, everyone. Cheers.
1: cheers. cheers. Oh, wow. Mm. Oh, wow. And the color is so... Thank you, Aiden. Yeah, and the color is is just very very interesting. I mean, you know, you you act, you, you know, if you approach the average layman and you told them <laughs> this was a beer, they wouldn't believe it. No, It's like it's
5: no. like fruit no. <laughs> 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 smoothies, you can you can literally take beer. this to work and no one
1: would realize
2: it's juice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what is
5: that? Oh, it's fruit juice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have, yeah. Fruit fruit yeah. Fruit beer. Yeah.
2: Fruit beer. Oh, it's my fruity drink. Oh, okay. okay. Can I have a sip? No. I mean,
1: I, I mean, I mean, really, really. No, I'm the blueberries.
2: It's, it's, blueberries.
1: Yeah, really, really, you would not know the difference. No. So, I mean, this is very, very nice. Very, very nice. Now, Lady T, you do realize that uh, after the show, we're going to have to go back and rank, rate these beers for the listeners. So, you know, keep in mind... Keep in mind what's going on. So, look. So, we right I mean, look, okay, look look, 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 right look. There. I, okay, well, i tell you what, I'll tell you what, 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 we'll, what we'll do, what we'll do, yeah, okay, what we'll do, we're going to talk about, um, we're going to go to Loopy once again. And uh, we're going to have him break down the grandfather for us. Okay. And um, I was looking at the grandfather a while ago, but dang, that's an expensive piece of no, it's not ma- cheap. Not machinery. Cheap. Yeah, yeah, that's an expensive piece of machinery. I think I'll stick to our uh, basic um, setup that we have. Yeah, that's fine. That, that is about. $600 cheaper than the Grainfather. But, I mean, but, again, the grandfather is, is a nice piece of a machine. No, it's,
2: it's it's an all-in-one. It's, uh... The great thing I like about it is the fact that it's everything in just one sponge. So, in most cases, a lot of people's homebrew setups is comprised of, like, a brew kettle, another kettle, just in case, for warming up water, and then you have cooler to... And, and um, because I, that they're going all grain, in most cases, just maybe a kettle and a carboy, and you're set. And then ferment the in the fridge. I didn't have any of that, especially in the area in an apartment. It's a little harder. I couldn't. I, in most cases, it was propane based, yes. so I can't really use gas at home. <laughs> um, so, or even outside, or have storage for it. So I had to look towards an electric means, and a lot of them are a little bit more, <coughs> even more expensive than actually the grandfather They require this elaborate setup, and the beauty part of it is that a lot of the people's setups, they can do it if they're DIY. Mm-hmm. A lot of homebrewers love it. They, can, if they have the parts at home, they can construct it themselves. Majority time though, they have garages. Mm-hmm. I I just have an apartment, so um, and at the time the grandfather for me was my only option, only because I it had more I could say resources, whether people that had bought it versus another one by the name of the Robo Brew. It it had came up after the grandfather. It's a cheaper version, around three to four hundred dollars versus the eight to thousand dollar price tag of the grandfather, which they revamped. Um, And then after I bought it, it, so happens that it. A whole slew of other electric brewing systems started coming to. Norwegians got something called the Brew Tools, which is really nice. SS Brewtec's got an electric brewing system. I think also, uh, do they have it? Maybe I think Spike is considering doing one for smaller scales. but it, it's the aspect of trying to do an all-in-one where instead of having three vessels, where you have a mash tun which holds your grains and you steep, steep or mash your. Malt inside the water, then you have your hot liquor tank which is constantly trying to feed that, keep it hot and all at the same time allow you to cool to feed into your kettle. So that's the basic homebrew setup in most cases that you may see for all grain. A lot of malt extract is a lot easier and that's basically you cut an hour in time. And I know I'm probably going into more detail but malt extract is actually the most simplest it's in most cases where a lot of homebrewers starts. It's you buy a, a Mr. Homebrew kit or a craft beer kit, it already has a malt, it has the hops, it has your yeasts, it even probably has your, uh, I guess, your small one gallon jug, and little parts to have it ferment. And that's simple because then you just bring the water to a boil in your own kettle or pot and warm up the malt and put it in. That process of before the malt becomes a syrup is already done, which is what a lot of homebrewers and even professionals do is that they put the malts, barley, into the water at a certain temp and allow that to steep and or mash, in this case, for more than like 60 minutes, minimum. Some shorter, some longer, depending on what style of beer you want to go through. But in my research, I, I wanted something where I wanted to create my own beers because I have ideas of doing beers that I haven't seen yet, yeah. using certain fruits and whatnot. Um, some breweries have done it, some breweries haven't. and and at least locally here i know they've probably done it outside of the u.s or in the u.s but at least in my own so in order to get that i knew i needed to go a little bit further so yeah i had to spend the more money for it i just as much as it hurt putting down that money i consider it an investment because i know at any case i can brew a beer within a month and at least the math for me was that okay Basic bill for buying homebrew. Once I put down the initial investment, the fermentation and whatnot, buying the ingredients is gonna cost me like thirty to fifty bucks. I can get close to forty to fifty beers, so almost a dollar a pint, give or take, for five gallons, and is what I'm aiming for. And that's craft beer made at my own home at my pleasure and the aspect that it's cultivated to what I'm looking for whether it may be good or bad hopefully good versus me going to a brewery which I'm not against That's still me. but if I buy I don't know Lightly Spirits or ABC a six-pack at $15.99 a craft beer or 12.99, I can get more beer out of what I make at home so it, it's a long-term investment and at the same time I get to learn how to make beer and have fun with it a oh, lot wow
1: that's the exciting
2: part yeah no it's uh, <laughs> yeah. that's that's the exciting part so what
1: do you find when you look at the grandfather what do you find its most uh, interesting attribute what, what do you when you look at the grandfather you say okay i love that it does this
2: the one of the things i like in the aspect and this is more of a i guess personal preference some may consider it hindrance i consider it good in the fact that it doesn't have a ball valve which if you ever had something stuck you can pull it to another so you have a pump that allows it to recirculate so I don't have to worry about anything else to clean outside of the interior pump which I can just have it almost like what they refer to a clean in place I just put in the sanitizer or before the sanitizer the cleaner rinse it let it go in the downside to that the 50 50 is if the pump gets messed up i have to replace the pump because that's my only way of getting the beer in and out without having to pick up the entire thing and dumping it into a or auto siphoning it's it's a give and take as long as you do your best and, and even then you can get mistakes happen out of nowhere but um i like that aspect some others may not and the fact that um, in most cases when you're mashing your grains, you, they usually use what they refer to a brew in a bag. So it's usually like a mesh nylon bag in most homebrew setups. This is just a steel stainless steel canister that I can put it in, drag it and let it drip dry. So I just squeeze it. I don't have to store anything, I just keep it in the same area. So that's what I like, it's, it's all in one. I don't have three individual items. I just have one item and I can store that bring it back especially in apartment for doing five gallons it's good. If you're doing smaller like a one gallon then you can go a lot less and save a whole lot of money and make more even more beer quicker. So
1: well I mean that, that's that's awesome with grandfather especially that it allows you to to sort of do what you do in a confined space. It was interesting I watch I was watching the uh, Beer Land yesterday and they were in Pittsburgh and they were highlighting this this guy named Kevin. And uh, it freaked me out because I don't know where Kevin lives. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he lives in an apartment or shack or what. But Kevin set his home brew set up like on the freaking sidewalk. Like, <laughs> I, 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 mean, it, I mean, like right on the sidewalk. When Kevin lives, he don't I, have I a mean, I mean yeah, show. Kevin yeah. was. Uh, Kevin, he really yeah, loves his beer. He's Kevin not does stop. not have room at the house, but he was like, screw. You're not I'm stopping fear. me. He set it up like on the corner of the sidewalk where kids are getting off the bus and walking, you know, home from school. I mean, he had it. I mean, it was just set up. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Is that even legal? No,
2: and I technically no, no. 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 Here's the thing: that there was a question on that regard. The, what was it? There was a. I forgot the name of the brewer. It was an article that I read in one of either craft beer, craft beer making, was slimerg that. There was a 17-year-old kid that he, he was into science and microbiology. He wanted to make beer because he liked that. Legally, you actually can make beer. The thing is, so the, the process to make the beer, the first steps, so you're just making non-alcoholic beverage. So it. It's it's wort, So it's just a sweet malt. Yeah, That's all it is.
1: so the alcohol hasn't has There honey. is no alcohol. Yes,
2: the yes. only time the alcohol is presented is after you, you put, put it fermented and you put the yeast, which the mother did. He made a lot of beer. Wow. But he just did the first process and his mom did the next process. And then they actually... The neighbors in the neighborhood <laughs> were helping him because he was, giving, he was having them be his face scissors because... 17 he couldn't drink it either at that point. Yeah. But that process, if that guy's on the sidewalk, he's making the beer. He's just making he malt. Just making he's no. just making sweet milk beverage. That's all he's doing. In his home, then what he could put it into and then he's fine. So he's not disturbing any legal issues in that regard. Technically at least. They can fight that. I'm
1: interested to try that in the same class. <laughs> <laughs> try to consume <laughs> and see if the cop rolls the oh, like, cool What here, are you man. doing? It's I, not alcohol yet.
2: Yeah. No, I'm making sweet malt, sir.
1: Would I'm you like to play Malt. I'm making malt. Okay, I'm making sweet malt. There's no alcohol in this thing. Okay. Malta. You're
5: saying Malta. you're
1: making Malta. Malta. <laughs> there you go, you're making Malta. Yeah, hey, but that's, that's interesting. That's
2: interesting. In fact, uh, the, there's a beverage in Malta, India, Malta, Goya. It's a malt beverage. That is sold at the corner stores that kids can buy. And it's just, it's just that it's just sugar, sweet, malt. There is no, since yeast has not been added, it's not alcohol. Because the yeast is what eats up the sugars of the malt to create the ethanol that makes you much beer. You much when you like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Oh, yeah. Because
5: the alcohol yeah. is the alcohol in it. But
1: Wow. Hmm. And here we grew up on Kool-Aid.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what you had like that? Great. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Right. laughs> yeah, Dad growing up on stout, growing up on Kool-Aid. What the hell is wrong with this picture?
2: Stout and coffee. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, but 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 thank you so much mm-hmm. for giving us that rundown on 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 things with rain It helps because again, pretty, yeah. I I've you know read about it. You know I get a lot of beer magazines <laughs> and, and I see it all the time. But you're the only person that I know who who you know is, is using it on the regular. And what we're planning to do, uh, we've already got with Louie Pete, and um, we're going through some form of collaboration. Uh, I'm not sure if he's going to use. The, we're going to use the grain for... Our, your system, my our, system, or a combination use, of both. Yeah, or whatever. And, uh, you know, we're shooting for a strawberry milk style.
2: It, we're going no, to it's get us a I have meal. an idea of the bill, or what they refer, like the grain bill needed, and what you would need to do is to set it up and a few yeast selections if you wanted to.
1: There we go. Uh, strawberry milk style, people.
2: So, Lactose is going to be one main ingredient for so that. Keep, so, look, so... Keep
1: your head up. Keep your eyes open. Listen for it. We're gonna do this strawberry milkshake, and it's going—it is going to be delicious. Is it gonna taste like a chocolate of strawberry? Or are you thinking?
2: Chocolate, tra- <laughs> oh, strawberry? Yeah, we look. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: That's gonna be yeah, a higher right?
2: cocoa okay, well need. Okay, but
1: then yes. we make. Okay, but we can well, check I was for thinking that. more of
2: okay. the second is because I like the tra- strawberry, chocolate, milkshake type. Yeah, chocolate. me too. But you, know what? I, you look, know what? Look, look, look. All right, you can't go wrong with either.
1: Yeah, yeah, we're gonna. Why not make just both? Do one one time.
5: We'll
2: we'll
1: do one have to. the other time. Two no gallons one. of one? Oh, no, one? Two word? gallons you of what? one and two gallons of one. You know what? To be honest, you got two setups. This is true. We got two setups, so we can do it. It can be done. So okay, okay. Now there we got it two thousand. <laughs> there it
4: is, you, people. You make it. And you call it the Wrath of the Strawberry.
1: Hey, love, love it. Love it. Love it. Love, it. love it. That's what. Copyright. Love it. Love it. That's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. And it's go, it's going to come. It's going to come out out delicious. So I'm I'm looking I'm looking I'm looking forward I'm looking forward to that, Louie. Uh, and we're gonna get on that sometime soon. Now here, here's here's a good question because you know, you, I hear about this a lot from some of the homebrewers mm-hmm. that, that's around the, the the country that I talk to, that I speak to. Being that we're in Florida and ninety-eight percent of the time is hot. Yeah, yeah, Okay. How do you think that influences the type of beer that people do now?
2: Actually very heavily. Um, if I don't know if you ever notice a pattern with certain breweries that they do certain styles only certain time frames. So generally speaking, and this is only an aspect of I guess mentally a lot of people. First off, it confuses me that Florida loves stouts so much only because it's so hot. I don't think we have a choice, I right? Mean, I mean, no, it, it, uh, no. The only reason I say that is because stouts to me is a very warm beer, hmm. right? I would figure up north would do that. No, up north it's heavy on IPAs, which I would think would be a reverse. Either way, a lot of stouts tend since it's a stout heavy state because of Tampa. Tampa included, cigar city, they exploded and it's become everyone is now doing stouts per se but they're doing it well that they're trying to maybe drag away but in the aspect of heat a lot of times homebrewers uh, setups are usually done outside Mm -hmm. in the garage I'm not saying all of them but a majority of the time, it is done. And so, it influences because that's also where they ferment. They can't put that in the house only because one may is like, uh, disagreement with the spouse. It's like, okay, why are you taking over the whole living room with all this gear? But that's another side story. Um, the heat heating aspect can affect the brewing conditions with the fermenter being that of a fridge or a chest freezer because it'll have more upside so it's going to be producing a lot more to keep itself cold and also the inner components cold so it's going to produce smaller, so the electricity bit electricity bill will go higher so generally when they want to produce the i guess the heavier beers the higher that has to be at a certain temp they do that later in the year when it starts to get colder The easier beers that will do better at a higher temp, they tend to do more in the summer, at least for home brewers. As a pro brewer, they have a controlled environment, especially when it's air-conditioned, so they can do any beer, any style, any time of the year they want. But as a home brewer, you have to take in consideration, especially when you're storing your beers, if it's not refrigerated, if it's hot out, and it's a very beer per se or something that you do in a sour with a, a lot amount of yeast it could continually ferment in the bottle and then it'll blow up that happened to me with one or two bottles that I got from a home brewer I left it in the air I left it in the laundry room and the laundry room gets heated in the summer and one day I heard like a, what I thought was like the backfire of a car I heard
3: and I heard
2: twice it. pop, pop, and it's like <laughs> wait no, 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 Michelle said check the laundry room and Lo and behold, yeah, two bottles pop. Oh, wow. Because the heat will speed up the fermentation. So, yeah, heat does play a part, especially during the summer months. Usually they try to do lighter ales. um, Not so much lagers, per se, but like a wheat or something, because that could be done very quickly and it's very refreshing. Later in the year, they start to do the heavier. Or they normally try to do the heavy style beers early in the year, since it's a little colder, and they'll let that age for the entire year until the end for like a Christmas party or something to that degree. So by that time, a style period star or barley wine should be very, very nice, meld very well, have the nice alcohol percentage with not tasting overly boozy, and they have a beautiful, beautiful beer. So, yeah, heat does play a, a good part, they do consider that significantly, especially in garages,
1: per Yeah, because I was wondering. houses, like, yeah. I was like, you know, of course we brew, mm-hmm. but when we do it um the conventional way, we're out on the screen room, and then where we prefer ferment I would use a, a cool bag. Yeah. And and you know, but even that's tedious because we're constantly changing out either for these two liters that we frozen or mm-hmm. uh, five 16 ounce bottles that we frozen and so yeah and it, it plays I mean an intricate part in it, and, and it's, it's so so it's intricate. and so hey uh, we're gonna go to another commercial break we will be back with the with the next beer if um Lady T stops slamming her phone on the freaking oh. table um I wasn't a yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so but, so <laughs> but hey, we're gonna be right back after we pay a couple of bills uh with another beer. And uh, we're having a good time again. Welcome everyone to the Nave Beer Hood. Um the crap is always talk at the town here at the Beer Is Fundamental Show.
0: We'll be right back with more Beer is Fundamental podcast.
3: Sports fans are gearing up and saving big at fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear from all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Unique one-of-a-kind designs exclusively by Fanatics. And autographed collectibles from today's biggest stars shipped directly to your home. Join Fanatics Rewards for free to earn fan cash on every purchase. Shop now and for a limited time. Get 20% off all orders. Fanatics.com. Officially licensed everything. He has vision. Passion. He is a pro
0: The most importantly, He's got soul
3: Push it to the max, max. No
0: time to relax like Circle full of winners I won't lose